0: M S W Media. News with swearing. Hilly beans, hilly beans, hilly
1: beans, hilly beans.
0: Hello, and welcome to The Daily Beans for Wednesday, January 20th, 2021. Today, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are sworn in as the president and the vice president of the United States. Several National Guard members are removed from duty, some for ties with white supremacist groups. Senator Josh Hawley blocks Biden's nominee for Homeland Security, Alejandro Mayorkas. Mitch McConnell says on the Senate floor that Trump incited the insurrection. Gina Haspel retires from the CIA. Biden's DNI nominee says she'll provide Congress with the unclassified report on the murder of Jamal Khashoggi. My thoughts on why Trump might be installing allies in intelligence agencies at the 11th hour. Trump's pardons. And Donald is handed one final major defeat on his last full day in office. I'm A.G. And I'm Dana Goldberg. Ah, Dana, it's the last day. It's the last day. Not another word.
1: Not another word before I say (laughs) happy birthday to my A.G. On January 20th, it's a big day, but it is also the birth of you, and the world is a better place because you exist. So happy birthday, my dear friend.
0: Oh, that is the nicest. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Um, Now go ahead.
1: (laughs) Whatever you were going to say, I guess it's as important as that. (laughs)
0: Now go ahead. Thank you very much. When's your birthday? April 12th. Excellent. I will remember writing it down right now. April 12th. Put it in the calendar so I don't forget. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I turned 47 today. Um, So that's fun. Uh, (laughs) Y'all got me a new president for my birthday. So that's the best present ever. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Um, and, And you did. Everyone within the sound of my voice right now had a hand in it. And so like I can't... Thank you all enough for voting in numbers too big to manipulate because I know Trump cheated and lost anyway. And so, and then the Senate, we got the Senate. I'm just, I'm so hopeful going forward, but you know, uh, as you know, we're recording this on Tuesday afternoon and we're still waiting for those pardons to drop. We're going to talk a little bit about those later in the show with Mary Trump will be joining us. I'm very excited to speak with her. It's always a pleasure to have her on the show. And, you know, my concern, Dana, is that to avoid impeachment, conviction, and then being barred from running for office again, which is is the only way he's going to be able to make money going forward because everyone hates him, he might not make public some of his pardons, including the most controversial ones like his family or himself or the insurrectionists. Although CNN is reporting he's not planning on pardoning himself, his family, or some of the uh, more high ranking Republicans who asked for clemency because of inciting the insurrection so we'll we'll see what happens
1: it will definitely be interesting i think your fears are valid um and uh he he likes to do things publicly though so as much as you know the other thing is is i feel like everything these days somehow gets out you know what i mean someone leaks it someone knows someone paid someone else for information like, even if he does that, um, I think it, it'll get out. But let's just hope that that doesn't happen. I just can't handle any more secrets. <laughs>
0: yeah. And later during the Mary Trump interview, you have a very good idea on how Thank to find you. out before the impeachment trial. I'm not going to give it away. It will blow your mind. So stick around for that Mary Trump interview. Uh, but we have a lot of news to get to before that. So let's hit the Hot notes. Awesome. Hot notes. Baby. So lead story today, obviously, is the inauguration, and the mall looks absolutely stunning. It looks beautiful. They have the luminary. I think they're kind of like those light things, like leading all the way up to the Washington Monument on one end, and then they have the fields of flags to represent all the people who couldn't be there at the inauguration because of COVID. And, you know, just today we passed the 400,000 deaths mark um, for COVID. Ugh,
1: it's it's horrible, horrible.
0: And uh, on the final day, I think, of Trump's presidency, I think that sort of just puts a, an exclamation point on the abject failure of this administration. Um, but I have to tell you, just watched the memorial and it was absolutely gut-wrenching and beautiful. And uh, I, you you watched it too, yeah, Dana?
1: I did. Um, I, I, As soon as we came on, like I said, we were recording this Tuesday, I just finished. And every time I hear the song Hallelujah, like the dam broke, A.G. I mean, all of the listeners already know that I'm a crier for happy things. But this, I think, I, I just... I know there's going to be some celebratory moments over the next 24 to 36 hours, but man, this man and this Republican Party have really destroyed this country and division and hatred and all for money and power. And it's just, it's just really saddening to me. So I lost it a little bit during the uh, memorial for the COVID victims for sure.
0: Yeah. And, you know, when we watch this inauguration, I, I don't think it's hit me with full force. Um the The election, for example, when when it was finally called on November seventh, you know, I, it it took a, a day or two for it to like really sink in, and so I don't know when it's going to hit me, but I know it I know it'll hit me um, for sure. Yeah, uh, so I'm looking forward to, to watching that ceremony and. Also, interestingly, in the news today, you know, I discussed in the introduction and we'll talk to Mary about this later, too, was that I was, you know, I was like, uh oh, you know, maybe Trump won't pardon insurrectionists or his family or himself because it would really push more Republicans in the Senate to vote to convict and then vote to prevent him from running for office again. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was worried about the secret pardons and all that other stuff. But McConnell actually came out on the floor of the Senate and said that Trump Incited this insurrection and and put the blame squarely on him and uh i I wasn't expecting that frankly uh but i think i wasn't either i think despite who's on that pardon list um he has given the green light to Senate Republicans to vote f- to convict um and i I would say remove but the you know the trial will be after he's already out of office, but vote to convict and then and then a, the subsequent vote. To bar him from running for office again,
1: to disqualify him, a yeah, disqualification vote. Mm-hmm.
0: But this this hasn't stopped. There's still some uh, assholes in the Senate that are Republicans because during confirmation hearings today, Senator Holly, uh, th- th- this is a procedural thing. Like you can do like a like, kind of like a unanimous consent thing where you just move it through. Uh, to because they were nominating the Department of Homeland Security secretary that Biden nominated, which is Alejandro Mayorkas, and Howley blocked that quick um, confirmation from going through. Uh,
1: s- he's such a little piece of shit right now. I mean, probably I always, but definitely over the last two weeks.
0: Yeah, and and he cited that he he he's very concerned about the immigration policy. Um, But what this means, national security-wise, blocking the Department of Homeland Security chief, right, the the head of Homeland Security, when we are in such a precarious, uh, teetering moment, um, vulnerable right now to, to, you know, terrorist attacks from without and within – and, and he's like, no, I'm going to we're not going to make it so that you can, you know, see so you can have a, a, a DHS secretary quickly. He he wants to block that. And that's just extremely dangerous. Uh, I don't understand it. But I mean, it's on brand for a guy who hates Absolutely. democracy and hates yep. America. It's on brand.
1: 100 percent. 100 percent.
0: And then, of course, uh, the new DNI, uh, who who had her confirmation hearing today, um, was asked if she would provide the uh, unclassified report to Congress on the murder of Jamal Khashoggi. And she said, absolutely, yeah, I'll follow the law. Yeah, of course, 100%. And first of all, I had forgotten that the Congress never got that report. Right, me too. Um, so that's going to be huge uh, because of potential involvement. We We know... Mohammed bin Salman ordered the the hit, uh, but but we don't know the involvement. Uh, we can guess of this outgoing administration, right? right? We don't know what what we do know is by the Magnitsky Act, Trump was supposed to provide to Congress with within 120 days his uh, thoughts on it, and he didn't. So he he actually violated the Magnitsky Act in that sense as well. And so the the Congress will be getting uh, that, and it just kind of opens up this whole flood of remembering uh, that we now have people in charge of the Department of Justice who aren't going to block sending documents over that are requested by the Democratic majority in the House and the Senate. So I'm very, very thrilled about just thinking all of the different things that that could come to light, maybe the full Mueller report. Um, There's just so much. So that's what's going on today.
1: Um, I've got more news. This comes out um, basically of the inauguration news. We've got 12 Army National Guard members have been removed, A.G., from the inauguration duty in Washington, D.C. That's part of a security vetting process initiated in part to ensure that troops tasked with securing Wednesday's ceremony in the nation's capital do not have ties to extremist groups. Uh, The chief of the National Guard Bureau said Tuesday. Now, two of the individuals were flagged due to, quote, inappropriate comments and texts, while another 10 were removed for questionable behavior found in the vetting process. Uh, Army General Daniel Hokanson, Hokanson, Hokanson said. Um, I don't know that one. Yeah. In a quote, I'm not concerned as a large part of our organization. If you look at 25,000, we've had 12 identified and some of those we're just looking into. It may be unrelated to this, but we want to make sure out of an abundance of caution, as stated earlier, that we do the right thing until it gets cleared up. That's what he told reporters. Pentagon spokesman Jonathan uh, Hoffman reiterated that the vetting process is in place. Now, he said, what the partner organizations have found, but much of the information is, as the general mentioned, unrelated to the events taking place at the Capitol or to concerns that many people have on extremism. Um, there, These are vetting efforts that identify any questionable behavior in the past or any potential link to questionable behavior, not just related to extremism. Um, I... Uh, be honest with you, I'm a little concerned that even two people mm. that are connected to right wing extremism uh, have managed to get into the National Guard. Like that concerns me a little bit, Um, especially because I don't. But but at the same time, AG, if we did this sort of vetting with our police forces and you know what I mean? we'd be in a much better place as a country right now if we were actually doing this at the beginning. Yeah, that's
0: what I was going to say. I, I, I'm i concerned a- about the fact that they're only doing this because there was an insurrection on the Capitol and they're in charge of guarding the inauguration. Like, why why wasn't this sort of level of scrutiny put in the initial uh, screening of, of these members? And, and you know, like you said, why aren't we doing this for law enforcement around the country? 100%. Now, I I have a little bit of a... Thought yesterday watching Maddow because Maddow was saying, "Hey, you know, it's really weird. Why on earth is the my pillow guy first of all, uh, and uh, you know others close to to Trump? Why are they trying to shove these Trump allies into positions at the NSA and the CIA the day before Trump leaves office?" Like she's like, "I don't know the answer," and then she sort of moved on to the next story, and I was like, "I think." I might actually have the answer. So, well, well, I have a guess. How about that? I'll take it. <laughs> so
1: your guesses are often very close.
0: Let me go to my uh, Twitter thread here because I just want to tell you sort of my thoughts on this. Um, so the first tweet is, I, I say, Matt, is was asking tonight why my pillow guy and other Trump allies like Acting Defense Secretary Chris Miller are making an 11th-hour push to install Trump sycophants in the NSA and CIA. There has to be a reason, and I have a guess. First, we know that after Trump met with Chris Miller last Friday, Miller made a push to force Michael Ellis, who is a former Nunes counsel, and he's also the guy who hid the Zelensky call in the code word classified system. Right. Why is Why is Miller trying to push him in and giving him 24 hours to do it as the NSA general counsel? Uh, and then we also know the MyPillow guy, had in his little notes there that he was going to tell Trump to put Kosh Patel, who's a former Nunes aide as well, as the acting CIA director. But I guess what what wasn't mentioned was that Haspel actually nearly resigned last December when Trump tried to install Patel as the deputy director, number two to her, back then. So do you remember when Haspel, like, would, wasn't invited to meetings and it was wondering if she was going to be fired or yeah. if she was going to resign or whatever? Well, as it turns out, back then, Trump was trying to put Kosh Patel in as the deputy director of, of the CIA, And Pelosi, obviously, isn't taking this lightly either. Maddow said, you know, she mentioned that Pelosi sent a letter demanding answers. Uh, And we learned also that Biden's chief of staff, Ron Klain, had considered stopping intelligence briefings for Trump after he leaves office. That was reporting from CNN. But the glaring part for me was that former deputy director of national intelligence, Sue Gordon, she was the one that when Bolton resigned was like, you, Sue, me, we're out, we're leaving. (laughs) Uh, Sue Gordon penned an op-ed in the Washington Post saying we should cut off access to intelligence to Trump because he, quote, might be unusually vulnerable to bad actors with ill intent, as you reported yesterday on the show, Dana. And so then, you know, I, I just add a little thing about why Trump is vulnerable, because he's a billion dollars in debt. Much of it's coming due in the next few years. His friend at Deutsche Bank, Vrayblick, has resigned. Uh, After they started investigating Trump loans, no bank will touch him. He's broke and desperate. And if they cut off intelligence briefings, you know, how would Trump get access to our national security secrets if he wanted to perhaps sell them? Perhaps he could do this by burrowing allies into intelligence agencies. I'm guessing, but it seems obvious to me. And I said, I should be clear that I don't think this is the only reason he's burrowing allies in our intelligence agencies. Just an obvious one. Um, so borrowing means these aren't just political appointees that you can get rid of as the next president. They're putting them in as as competitive service in, in positions of the SES in the government. So now they are, you have to fire them. And it, it, as we know, Mick Mulvaney told us it's very difficult to fire people. So uh, maybe Biden could just move their jobs across the country. <laughs> um, no one ever does that, A.G. What are you talking about? <laughs> Uh, but what's interesting, too, and he, he Biden will be able to remove them for cause. I'm not I'm not too worried about that. Um, but like Trump put that executive order together that you you and I reported on called he made this new schedule F of employees that, you know, have anything to do with making policy or enacting policy and that they can be fired for cause at will anytime, you know, kind of making it a, a right to work situation. Right. Um. And everyone in the government was like, what the fuck? You know, because you can't just do that. And he did. And so maybe maybe Biden could fire him under Trump's own executive order. But
1: I think there's going to be a lot of things that Trump put into place thinking he was going to get a second term and he would have four more years to take advantage of these things. And they're going to come yeah. back to Biden and in his doughy little ass.
0: Yeah, I hope so. I hope but so this too. just came in now from from Bloomberg. Biden's team has denied acting defense secretary Christopher Miller. Because he he made a request, Chris Miller did, for transition space at the Pentagon yeah, he after said, nope. he leaves office on Wednesday. This is a courtesy normally extended at the Defense Department, but the Biden transition told Miller's team that, they, nope, he denied Request for transition office space for himself and his handful of aides. This is a reversal from past practice, according to a senior Defense Department official. And outgoing secretaries typically get office space at the Pentagon for several weeks to handle any final tasks that remain undone by Inauguration Day. But Biden's team didn't give a reason, uh, though the official said Miller's team thinks it's payback um okay early in january incoming white house spokeswoman jen saki said the transition team was encountering you know uh pushback from the Department and the Office of Management, from the Pentagon and the Office of Management and Budget, as well as other places that, that they've had ongoing concerns. But a transition official who asked not to be identified uh, denied that the, it was an ongoing spat or that played any role in the decision. They acknowledged it had been typical in the past to provide space, but said Miller's role as acting secretary, along with reducing staffing because of the coronavirus pandemic, made it inappropriate. He's, he's not actually the defense secretary. He's acting and There's COVID, so stay home. As a matter of fact, the incoming Pentagon uh, defense secretary uh, for the Pentagon is going to be working from home, so it's it's
1: doesn't seem like payback here, but denied anyway. Which is just wonderful. You know, sometimes I can be a petty little bitch. I'm not going to lie. Sometimes Mm. I just like to see it. Um, One thing that is also just wonderful on this last day in office. Uh, They say the last full day, but when did Donald Trump actually have a full day of work, A.G.? I mean, maybe golf, but not work. So on his last full day in office, Donald Trump was handed one last court defeat, which will reverberate in a very important way for years to come. So in a federal appeals court this morning, struck down the Trump administration's clean power plan replacement. Now, the U.S. Court of Appeals for the District... <laughs> no, the U.S. Court of Appeals... This is why I stay sober before these. The U.S. Court of Appeals for the District of Columbia Circuit directed the EPA to start over with a new regulatory approach after finding that the agency's affordable clean energy, which is called ACE, rule failed to provide adequate environmental and public health protection. So you may recall then, Mr... President Barack Obama, who I missed so much, uh, first unveiled the details of of his administration's clean power plan in 2014. And it was a fairly ambitious policy intended to reduce carbon pollution from existing power plants. Now, the Democratic White House set a goal of cutting emissions by 30% of 30% by 2030. Uh, as a candidate in 2016, Trump promised to undo Obama's plan. And once in office, he unveiled a policy the Republican administration called the Affordable Clean Energy Rule or ACE Rule in 2018. The policy was not subtle. Trump and his team set out to relax pollution rules, keep coal-powered plants and business longer, and in the process, make the climate crisis much much worse. So the New York Times uncovered an especially uh, pernicious detail reporting that in the fine print in the administration's new plan includes an acknowledgement that the plan would increase, increase carbon emissions and lead to up to 1400 premature deaths annually. How are the, uh, just the amount of death that this administration knowingly is causing Signed off on. Yeah. Unfucking believable. Ugh. It's infuriating. Anyway, this uh quickly became the centerpiece of the Republican White House's climate, energy, and deregulatory agenda. And of this morning, it is officially dead.
0: Neener. And, womp
1: womp. <laughs> as Amy Amy would say. I love that. Womp, womp.
0: Yeah, sorry. Your affordable clean energy rule fails to provide adequate environmental and public health protections. Cause they, you know, that it'll kill fourteen hundred people a year. But you know, have a nice day.
1: Oh, that little, that little fine print. Bye bye
0: bye. Well, thank you for that bit of news from under the radar that might have gone unnoticed with everything else that's going on. As of this moment, we still don't have the list of pardons, so uncoverable in today's show. However, we'll be right back with Mary Trump and her thoughts on this inauguration eve. So stay with us.
2: And- messages will be right
0: back hey everybody it's ag and today's episode of daily beans is brought to you by helix sleep for the past four years ending today I have had so much trouble sleeping. Actually, it ended a while ago when I got my Helix mattress, but I'd been super stressed out because of the news and everything, but it also turned out I was sleeping on a terrible mattress. It wasn't made to my specific specifications, but Helix fixed all that. They understand you're unique, and they customize the mattress to fit you and the way you sleep best. Helix Sleep created a sleep quiz online It takes two minutes to complete, and they use those answers to match your body type and your sleep preferences to the perfect mattress for you. So if you like a really plush mattress or a firm mattress, or if you sleep on your side or your belly, i okay. Or your back, or if you sleep hot with Helix, there's a specific mattress for each and everyone's unique taste. I was matched personally with the Helix Midnight because I like my bed medium firm and I sleep on my side, so it's perfect for me. But you don't have to take my word for it, or Jordan's, or Mandy's, or Joelle's. We all love it best best mattress we've ever had in our lives. But Helix was awarded number one best overall mattress pick of 2019, and then again in 2020 by GQ and Wired magazine. So just go to HelixSleep.com/dailybeans, take their two-minute sleep quiz, and they'll match you to a customized mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. Uh, they have a 10-year warranty and you get to try it out for 100 sleeps risk-free. And they'll pick it up for you if you don't love it, but you will. And Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash dailybeans. That's helix, H-E-L-I-X, sleep.com slash dailybeans for up to $200 off. All right, everybody, welcome back. Uh, joining us today is Mary Trump, author of Too Much and Never Enough, one of the most important books, I think, uh, of, gosh, this presidency and uh this is the last full day um that he's in office that we're recording this when you hear this tomorrow he'll be on his way out but we're on pardon watch so welcome mary trump thank you for being here
2: hi guys it's good to be here uh, wish I could say I was happy. <laughs> it's good to see you. I wish I think all of us wish we were a little happier
1: right now.
0: Yeah. What's going um, on? Because I I, I I was wondering about this because I feel like today I should be elated. I have some pardon anxiety, which I've had for a, a while now, uh, because you know we just keep getting these waves of pardons, and he's supposed to come out with a hundred more, and we'll talk about that in a minute. But what is it? This what is this? Just dark cloud? This yucky feeling?
2: Well, uh, it's it's that so much ugliness has been revealed, which different different conversation. But I don't think that's a bad thing, necessarily. No, it's it's a necessary thing. It's still horrible, but it's necessary. Um, but to uh, the point of what's happening right now, I think it's just that that, that there is no such thing as unadulterated joy uh, because Donald and his enablers have broken so much, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, so I feel the same way about my psychological well-being as I do about the Biden administration. We're not starting at the base of a very steep mountain. We're st- we're starting at the molten core of the earth. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, you know, we have to get through the magma and the whatever just to get to the base of the mountain. Um, and what worries me about the pardons is that they're, they are designed in part to demoralize and enrage us. And we can't afford that you know so my suggestion is don't he he pardoned war criminals and child murderers so of course it's going to be terrible yeah nothing we can do about it just start start doing the work yeah and you had you had talked
0: a little bit before we started um recording about how he just ruins everything. Uh, and that's kind of his MO, right? I mean, we've, that's we've seen it. Yeah,
2: we saw it with the when the election was finally called on November 7th after four days of his nonsense and, and stirring things up. And then, uh, you know, we couldn't even enjoy that for more than 30 seconds because the lawsuit started and the the false claims of voter fraud started and and the Republicans, as usual, either supported his um, un-American, anti-democratic bullshit, or they did nothing and and essentially legitimized it um, by saying, oh, it's a process. Um, and then, you know, we win Georgia. We win two Senate seats in Georgia, a black man and a Jewish man in Georgia. For the first time in Georgia's history. And more importantly, because... Um, well, maybe not more importantly because I don't think Georgia's going back. Thank you so much, Stacey Abrams. Nope. Um, Nope. But we won the majority. I don't give a shit that it's a one vote majority. We won the the, the Senate and literally like five minutes later, Donald's inciting an armed insurrection against our government. Um, We can't be... I'm not looking forward to tomorrow because I'm too terrified about what might happen in the remaining... 12 19 hours and 20 minutes oh my god it's 19 oh, wow it's less than 20. Yeah, what my, hours. What
0: <laughs> yeah and it's it's i'm very much looking forward to tomorrow i just get these bits and pieces of like shiny happiness like uh today when biden spoke and he spoke about uh, his home state. And he spoke about Bo and, you know, he was showing quite a bit of emotion. It was just really, uh, I felt Wait, really, what was, it?
2: what was he showing?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think it, I think it, I think it's called some people call it compassion. I know we haven't seen it in four, for almost five years from our leaders, but I think it's called compassion. I'm going to have to
2: go get my OED. I don't know.
1: But anyway, Yeah. <laughs>
0: yes well let's explain to someone from the trump family what that is no (laughs) um it's but it it felt really good for a minute and then back to base camp like you said which is 20 miles underground uh, or you know in the molten corn lava of the earth um Uh, But but waiting for these pardons, because, you know, everyone's speculating. Uh, CNN is now reporting and Reuters has said that he is not planning on pardoning himself or his children. Uh, We don't know if he's going to pardon any of the insurrectionists. Uh, And, you know, Dana and I were talking about this uh, this week on the show, saying it would be politically uh, bad for him to do that, because really the only way he has left to make money in this world is to run for office. And if he comes out with terrible Uh, pardons, he could be convicted in the Senate and then voted again to be barred from running and holding public office again. Uh, They call it enjoy, that he can't enjoy public office again. Uh, um, Because it's been so enjoyable. Right. He's he's just just such a smiley fella. But, uh, you know, something that um, Margaret Love, who is a former pardon attorney, brought up uh, I think on Lawrence O'Donnell's show was that He doesn't have to announce these pardons. He can just write them down and hand them to people. And so I'm very concerned that in order to avoid being convicted uh, by the Senate, which Mitch McConnell came out today and basically gave everybody the green light to do, which shocked me, frankly, but I'm very happy about. uh, I'm worried he might write down these pardons for his kids or for himself. And we wouldn't learn about him until they tried to indict
2: them. Yeah, I, I think that's a very good possibility, um, which again, Donald ruins everything. Um, I hope
1: that's the name of your next book, Mary. I know you already have a title, but if you could rename it Donald Ruins Everything,
2: that would I, be I think uh, Rick Wilson would probably sue me for plagiarism <laughs> oh, or something, because right, right. it's too close Fair. to everything <laughs> Donald touches does. Um, although he doesn't use the word Donald. Nope. but um, uh, So... Yeah. And, and that's in the back of our heads because like we know stuff, you know, and, um, and, you know, uh, all of that aside, um, obviously if we get to, to noon tomorrow without any incident other than the pardons, um, which again, you know, there's nothing we can do about it. Um, it'll be awful, but it's not like violence will erupt. Uh, That's what I'm worried about. Um, But thank you so much for turning our nation's capital into a war zone. That's fun. Uh, So like seeing that is also really demoralizing. Um, I'm personally really pissed off that they're having the inauguration. The only reason you need not to have it is COVID. So I think that's just... A missed opportunity because I know the argument is well, we can't let the terrorists destroy our tradition. It's like fuck your traditions, you know. Be safe. We've got twenty five thousand mm-hmm. dollars. Absolutely, twenty five thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry, we have twenty five thousand National Guard troops uh, um, on all over the Capitol. It, it's it's a very depressing sight, and then you know. Uh, yay. Biden sworn in. Yay. We have Kamala Harris as vice president, which I'm much more excited about personally. Um, but, uh, you know, 400,000 people are dead as of yesterday and it's getting, it's only going to get worse. Uh, so, you know, that's what, again, makes me feel like I'm at the molten core of the planet i agree with you i was telling ag this i mean i send us a zoom link let's call it a day
1: elope just elope <laughs> go to vegas i don't care what you do just this does not need to happen the way that, i mean i hope it is a celebration but the risk does not right now outweigh the reward for me and you're absolutely right mary they had an out um and, and a valid, yeah, one. Totally a valid one. one there are super spread this they they're the the variants and COVID that are unpredictable they don't know where they are the 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 chance of them getting, you know, people there, they're not all vaccinated. So I'm with you on that. Um, I like the fanfare. I'm pissed that we can't have nice things because of Donald. But at the same time, I would like Joe and Kamala to stay as protected as humanly possible right now.
2: And everybody else around them, you know, and look, the mall, what a great idea. Those flags are awesome. I love them. And um, there are more flags than there were people <laughs> at Donald's inauguration.
0: Yeah, I was saying there's yes. probably going to be more people, actually, at this inauguration than there yes, were Trump at Donald's. <laughs> but um, and, you know, and I agree with you guys. I've penned some viral tweets in my time, but by far, by three times the most viral tweet that I've ever put out there said, raise your hand if you want the inauguration to be held in a- virtually at an undisclosed location. Got over 125,000 likes on that uh and i don't know how many retweets but you know it, it people are worried for for the safety of of uh, this inauguration and and the incoming you know president and vice president and uh and like you said i get the argument of the terrorist win and stuff like that but you know you don't like i remember after 911 Sears Tower was considering selling the naming rights of Sears Tower um, Chicagoans were were upset about that, and one of the first bidders was Target. And I said, you know, maybe don't change the name to Target Tower. Uh, just, just <laughs> they're going to draw a target on it, of course. Jesus, Is
1: that just
0: something maybe you shouldn't do. Uh, and, and that's kind of what I think, you know, kind of how I feel about this. Like, why risk it? Like, uh, like, you know, if you're pregnant, you're supposed to be able to have a glass of wine every now and then, but why would, you know, why would you bother risking it?
2: Hey, you should just st- stick with water. Exactly.
0: Well, um, uh, l- l- lucky for me, I'm menopausal, so we don't have to worry about that, but, um, <laughs> I, yeah, it
2: solves so many problems. <laughs> um, but you know, the other thing that's important when <laughs> you say, um, yeah, you know, the the argument is the terrorists won. The terrorists did win. They won on January 6th. Yeah. So let's not let them get another win here. Mm-hmm. And quite honestly, um the fact that DC has been turned into a green zone is another win for them. So like it's like they've all we've already changed everything we do for this inauguration because of them. So let's like so why why be you know get hung up on the the niceties? It's it's yeah. just
0: maddening. Yeah, and I'd I'd like to say you know well democracy held you know it, it did, but think of the incredible recruiting tool that um, these right wing fascist anti uh, or white supremacists now have. Uh, with just this video footage coming out, and I'm wondering how much video footage we haven't seen because authorities are like, this is gonna, uh, this is gonna be, gonna recruit more people. So that that's where the W is for for these folks. I have to take a quick break. Will you guys stay with us?
2: Absolutely, absolutely.
0: Wonderful. Uh, that'd be funny if you were like, nope, can't, and then I come back like by myself.
1: <laughs> Especially because I'm closing out the episode, so it'd be more weird if I was like, I'm out. All right, everybody, we'll be right back. Hey, everybody,
0: it's A.G. As pet parents, working from home has given us more time to spend with our four-legged family members. And now we're more aware of their daily needs, their health issues, and their smells. And their well-being, too. But if you notice that your pet is itchy or smells less than pleasant, you have to check out Scout's Honor. Scout's Honor is now my go-to pet brand for grooming products. It helps with itch relief, odor control, and healthier skin and coat. I recently got the Grooming Essentials Kit with probiotic shampoo, conditioner, and deodorizer, and all of has never looked or smelled better. It's amazing. Scout's Honor's probiotic grooming products are scientifically proven, and they are a natural solution for treating your pet's skin problems. When applied to the skin, probiotics support healthy bacteria to fight against bad bacteria. That's the bad bacteria that causes irritation and smells. So choose from their amazing fragrances. My personal favorite is sandalwood vanilla right now. It's called Dog of the Woods. And with every purchase of Scout's Honor, you they provide you with one uh, they provide one day's worth of meals for a rescue animal in need, and that's just incredible. With Scout's Honor, your pet will never look, feel, or smell better. So check out all of Scout's Honor's award-winning products today, available online wherever pet supplies are sold. So to receive 20% off your first order, go to scoutshonor.com/dailybeans. Remember that's Scouts with a K at scoutshonor.com/ slash you'll get 20 off your first order Scouts honor natural and preventative grooming solutions for pets all right everybody welcome back uh, Dana and I are joined by Mary Trump and and we're talking about inauguration tomorrow and the potential pardons and I do want to agree with you I think the mall looks beautiful it's breathtaking I wish we were able to see it in person um, but what I I was also concerned about was the story that came out that they have removed two National Guardsmen um for ties with white supremacist groups and to me I, I, my first thought was yay, remove but two out of 25,000 seems low. I think they popped it up to a
1: dozen, Mary, and I don't mean to interrupt you, but I think the latest count is now we're up to a dozen people have been
2: removed.
0: Yeah, but only two of them were because they had ties to white supremacist groups. Got it. Yeah.
2: What I'm hoping and I don't know, but I'm hoping that they they there was a vetting process at, at the state level before they were even allowed here and then there's a better one now hopefully uh okay there's not so it's I, i'm shaking my head
0: because i worked for the for the government oh, okay. and I, I, like we had you i don't know if you all know who jen budd is but she's a former border patrol agent and she's been exposing these you know white supremacy groups within uh on facebook with border patrol agents and it's a great deal more than point zero 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 six oh percent or or whatever two out of 25,000 is. Yeah. Uh, and so now, I mean, granted, perhaps the border patrol and ICE would attract more uh, of that ilk than say the national guard because national guardsmen and national guards, women, Tend to are just national guards people, I guess sorry we 've been calling them national guardsmen for so long um, they, they tend to have other jobs and you know be like teachers and mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that, but I think something that we 've learned throughout, throughout these arrests of these insurrectionists is that there's firefighters uh, lawmakers teachers doctors lawyers uh, who are part of this part of this attack on the Capitol. and i I think that that so when they said two out of the 25,000, you know, I'm with you. I hope it's because they had a good vetting process to begin with. But
2: under this administration, I don't see it. How, how dare I be hopeful? You're right. I mean, we 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 need to have our eyes wide open here. Um, although yeah. I, I think the fact that I tweeted out a, a Martin Luther King Jr. quote makes up for everything. <laughs> um, uh Anyway, you know, we have... <laughs> Again, we're in this situation where it's all terrible, but um, maybe finally, because it's being exposed in such a dramatic way, um, corporations are pulling funding away from any politician who supported overturning a legitimate election. you know, if if Mitch McConnell, even if he's using the passive voice, <laughs> is uh, <laughs> you know giving the green light, that means some that means that he's read the tea leaves and uh, he's he's getting with the program, even though he's also equally responsible for what happened on January sixth. So um, we need to go back to two thousand and nine, when um, the serious threat of white domestic terrorists white supremacist, uh, was reported upon, and the report was squashed by Republicans who were offended that their base was being called (laughs) out. Um, Interesting. Uh, And, you know, the department, I I wish I could remember the guy's name, but the department that was run by the man who put together uh, those data uh, was dismantled. Um so and even before then I think there were 6 people in that department uh, as opposed to like 40 dozens of people who were looking into um you know al Qaeda. <laughs> so we need to uh be very um adamant about where our resources go going forward clearly white supremacy and white domestic terrorism is the biggest domestic problem we have. And uh, we need to act accordingly. The, as you say, A.G., the, the infiltration, the, the most concerning, well, I don't know. In some ways, the most concerning one is the infiltration of our uh, military and our our police forces. But, uh, you know, teachers, school, school psychologists, Jesus Christ. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, I, I mean, that's in some ways even scarier Um, because God knows how they're warping our children.
0: Yeah, I feel like it's like now our mission as Americans to point out where these folks are on a local level to the local people who can take care of it. Um, It's very very frightening.
2: But, you know, and obviously a Biden-Harris administration will do a much better job, or sorry, will do a job (laughs) um but you know the problem is uh you know messaging optics really matter here and active seditionists are still sitting in seats of power in our government the fact that holly cruz brooks bobert whatever green whatever every single one of those 140 people should be out of a job and never allowed to run for office again, and several of them should be looking at criminal charges. So the fact that that hasn't happened is is bad. It's a really terrible, terrible message to be sending. Yeah,
0: I I agree 100% too. And a, a go sir, bigs I mean there's just so many of them um you know and a Cohen came out on on CNN yesterday and said he saw bobert giving a tour of a quote-unquote reconnaissance tour mm-hmm. to uh groups throughout the Capitol, and she denied it um I hope she knows there's lots of cameras in those
2: buildings yeah <laughs> um so and don't you kind of have to sign in I mean even if you blow past the metal detector <laughs> seriously and there was an memo that went out
1: literally saying do not give tours. Mm-hmm. as we prep for safety for the Capitol
2: in this vote. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you guys, the only reason we're still standing is because they're so fucking stupid. Yeah, I
0: agree. 100%.
2: And okay. shameless and arrogant.
0: And that's and that's one of the reasons we have to hold everyone accountable so that the smart person can't come in next time and do it right. Especially
1: you've got police officers from te- Texas that were in the Capitol that the FBI took their phones and they deleted their fit pictures but they forgot to empty them out of the trash. So they're <laughs> just in all the deleted folders. I'm like, I w- could you imagine if like you said these were smart criminals
0: my goodness mm-hmm. or the parlor the parlor app the people who coded it forgot to take out geolocation tags and stuff like that it's <laughs> yeah, exactly. just so fucking dumb
2: um <laughs> well, it was very very sweet of russia to let them signal. To their oh, wasn't that? I know. That's nice. That's nice.
0: Um, but yeah, I reminded me of. I there was. There used to be this show called America's Dumbest Criminals, and I know about this <laughs> because they would have comedian talking heads, you know, like making fun of them. And uh, and there was just a, there was one guy who went in to rob a convenience store, and he put a paper bag over his head, and he forgot to cut out eye holes, so he was just. <laughs> running into everything and knocking shit over and falling down <laughs> that's just what it reminds me Oh of. <laughs>
1: my god! Um,
0: uh, before we get out of here let's talk we haven't gotten the pardons yet uh i i, I think we'll you know i thought we might get him before close of business today on uh, this is tuesday but it looks like it's pr- it, it's kind of his mo to release him at like midnight you know so that the, the news doesn't cover him as much but I feel like the kind of things that we will see for the pardons that are made public will be kind of along the same lines as those he's been pardoning so far. Like fraudsters, Medicare fraudsters, Uh, there'll be a there'll be a grip of rich people we've never heard of uh, who bought access through Dowd or whoever to 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 be able to bribe their way through to these pardons. And then there'll be. Law enforcement criminals, like people who work in law enforcement that have committed crimes, much like the the four Blackwater people he pardoned or the Border Patrol agents that he pardoned for shooting an unarmed uh, immigrant. Um, So I think we'll see some some pardons along that. And then he'll pardon a lot of process crimes like the Flynn and Stone crimes, like obstruction of justice, lying to the government, you know. Thousand one charges, stuff like that, I th- you know, stuff that he's guilty of, uh, <laughs> I think, is the kind of stuff that that he's going to go for. That's kind of what I see in this pardon list. Um, we might see Giuliani, although they've had a fallen out. We could see uh, fa- falling out. We could see Bannon, who's under indictment right now and is part of this insurrection. I'm wondering if he f- if he pardons Flynn and Stone again because they they crimed after the first pardon by inciting the insurrection and being a part of it. Uh, I don't know what we'll see, um, but I'm very concerned about what we might not see until charges are attempted to be filed.
2: Yeah, I, you know it's going to be like the uh, garden of hero statues in its uh, <laughs> <laughs> arbitrary, bizarre, <laughs> and like that. Uh, Donald won't know ninety percent of these people. <laughs> right, I've um, never heard of him. So, um, I and again. I'm with you. I'm, I'm worried about the stuff we don't see, but if we don't see it, we don't know what to So there's nothing we can do about it. So it, it, in the moment, I'm more worried about the ones that are going to. um, Just like, for example, I, and again, I don't think he, well, I'm not sure he probably can. Like if he, for example, pardon Galen Maxwell.
1: Mm-hmm. Right.
2: Um, You know, <laughs> that would be really difficult not to engage with <laughs> because um i i think i would have a heart attack honestly um or my head would explode just thinking about the the dozens and dozens of women who were children who that monster anyway you know what i'm saying um so um i think one thing I'm hoping, and honestly, I think right now, Donald knows the world is waiting. I, he knows it doesn't matter if it's midnight. It doesn't matter if it's whatever. I, I think he's he's going to do it where he's going to feel like it's going to get the maximum attention and do the maximum amount of damage. It, they may not all come at once. Uh, one of his goals is going to be to disrupt tomorrow. And um, I wish I could say I had faith in the media not to allow that, but it's up to them. It's up to them to decide who's going to be relevant going forward. Right. Apparently he invited a bunch of people to
0: his farewell ceremony and they all said no. Well,
2: listen, I mean, have you ever been invited to uh, an event that is clearly going to be sold out that, that gives you a plus five.
0: Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> it, it almost <laughs> says like, make people up if you have to.
2: I mean, the only circumstances oh, under which I want goodness. to see that is if there's like nobody there. <laughs> Cause that'll be
0: fun. My 25th birthday was a plus five. Um Yeah. That's I remember you mean that. last year. Thank you. Yeah. It was last
1: year um <laughs> well done mary trump well done i know that was okay. that was good a blush she's she still knows how to charm the ladies very she
0: still charming knows how to
2: charm the ladies. <laughs> very charming it's so <laughs> easy from the uh privacy of my living room um, <laughs> but i just want to say something really quickly that the the point i was making is that i'm i hope that given the brilliant representation donald now has um, with, uh, the dynamic duo of Mike Lindell, pillow man, and, uh, Rudy Giuliani, melty guy. I don't, I don't even know how to refer to him anymore. Oh, and uh, don't forget Captain Underpants, Dershowitz. Oh, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah,
1: Rudy's like a permanent. Ma- is it Madame Trudeau? I don't know how to say that with the <laughs> wax figures. Like, that's a- Rudy has turned into a permanent wax figure. They're all just melting and Madame Tussaud. Yeah, Madame, Madame Tussaud. Tussaud. Thank you. Maybe if they did something about climate change, Rudy wouldn't be melting, <laughs> right? <now. laughs>
0: Although I do think I do think Rudy turned him down. Rudy did come out and say he wasn't
2: going to be representing Trump in the impeachment. Well, because he was a witness, which is hysterical. Because since when does he give a shit about the law? Yeah. But. I'm hoping that he in some way (laughs) is going to overstep either by making a corrupt pardon that is going to put, increase the pressure on the Senate, or just making pardons that are so outrageously uh, offensive to human sensibility that it will also increase pressure on the Senate. Um, But we'll see.
1: And I would be interested just because McConnell, I know we're running out of time, AG, but I would be interested if, because he's saying, like McConnell seems to definitely be going in the direction of he instigated this, he helped this out, he is the the fire you know starter on this. Could they, as evidence in the Senate trial, ask for the list of pardons before they actually vote so that they could see them? Wouldn't they have to hand those over? Nice work. Um. Wow.
2: I... I love that. Thank you. I just don't know um, because, uh, as as the constitutional scholar I am, no, I <laughs> I don't know. I I think it's that's brilliant. The only thing that gives me pause is the fact that the part pardon powers are so incredibly broad mm-hmm. that I think uh, they could make a case that um, they don't have to. And would they anyway? Would they? Well, they
0: could actually, if right. if they allowed witnesses uh, and and they brought in somebody like um, Pat Cipollone or Jared Kushner or something because they wouldn't be able to get Trump to come in and answer questions. and so just ask him, were there any pardons that were written down? Uh, you're under oath.
2: Yeah, he, Donald's going to be too busy uh, being deposed by my lawyer, so he's not available. <laughs> Which is
0: beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks so much, Mary Trump. I appreciate you coming on today. We'll keep our eyes out for that pardon list. And... Uh, um, come back on next week and we'll, we'll, we'll take, we'll retake the temperature of the room if you, if, if that makes any sense, but I appreciate your time today.
2: Oh, it was great to be here. Thanks guys. I always love talking to you.
1: Always good to see you, my friend. Always good. Same here. Everybody stick around. We'll
0: be right back with the good news. Hey everybody. It's AG. This helping of daily means is brought to you by fight camp. Even though Trump is leaving office, we still are in the middle of a pandemic, and all the gyms are closed. We shouldn't be going and hanging out at the gyms anyway, so we're stuck at home. And I get bored with the same workouts um, all the time, over and over, With especially with some of those DVDs. But if you're looking for something that's fun and exciting and challenging, Fight Camp is incredible it's an at-home boxing and bodyweight workout taught by real fighters it's made for all levels from seasoned boxers to first-time fighters and even kids kids love this too and the boxing workout is always ranked as one of the best ways to get in shape i think it's the most fun way to get a full body workout it's got cardio and strength training combined while developing hand-eye coordination too Fight Camp provides all the gear you need, including gloves, wraps, and the best freestanding punching bag on the market, and their unique punch tracking sensors that show you real-time progress and stats on any iOS device. The workouts are structured like traditional boxing rounds, so it's interval training, so you have three minutes of high-intensity boxing and bodyweight training, and then one minute of rest. It makes the time go by really fast. And you can access over 400 different workouts for all fitness levels and skills. New ones come out every week, and you can connect with Fight Camp on Facebook. There's over 4,000 members, so you can enter challenges and, you know, sort of be part of the online community and be supported and you can also have access to the leaderboards and you can you know have some competition there it's fun so watch yourself reach new milestones you can bring that goal-crushing mentality to every part of your life fight camp keeps you engaged focused and in the zone they have endless variety uplifting beats motivating trainers and powerful technology and it all comes together to create this uniquely satisfying workout fight camp offers flexible financing for as low as zero percent apr and right now for a limited time you can try fight camp for 30 days they have a money-back guarantee just go to join Fightcamp.com slash beans. That's right, you can try Fight Camp for thirty days, and if you don't love it, they will refund your money. So you can train like a fighter and turn your sweat into results. To try Fight Camp for thirty days, just go to joinfightcamp.com slash beans. Again, joinfightcamp.com slash beans. Alright, everybody, welcome back. It's time for the good news. Well, we'll- I love I love oh, talking hey to Mary gee. Trump. She's just so she knows so much.
1: She really is. I I love that we make her laugh so much. It's I don't th- I think we have a special gift with her that not everyone gets to see. So it's always nice when there's a 100%. we get to visit.
0: Now it's time for a uh, listener submitted good news and confessions and corrections and whatever else you have. You can uh, send those in at dailybeanspod. uh, dailybeanspod.com sla- uh, and then click on contact. I don't even know what's happening today. I'm so – hello. I'm 47. This is it. It's starting to happen.
1: <laughs> I think both of us are. Yeah, this is like we're getting to the end of our rope.
0: Tomorrow will be the day I wear socks into the shower. I, I'm, I've been waiting for it for years and I think tomorrow will be the day. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's let's kick this off with uh, a, a submission from anonymous pronoun she and her. Hello, fabulous ladies of the beans. I like that one, ladies of the beans. I hate January. Our eight thousand dollar insurance deductible rolls over, and with two medically complex people in the house, meds run over four thousand dollars a month. Hemorrhaging that money to medical Jesus. expenses in eight weeks or less sucks. I usually I usually I give up on my meds in January and February to make it slightly easier to afford my daughter and husband's meds but because AG reminds me daily to take care of my mental health I'm not giving up my meds this year i have an anxiety di- disorder and i battle with depression no one should have to go through this uh. But now for the good news. A friend went to pick up our first round of January meds because we were on total quarantine because of COVID and my daughter's compromised immune system. This pickup contained the most critical and expensive meds for my daughter and my mental health meds, too. Apparently, somehow wires got crossed at the insurance and they did not roll over our deductible in the pharmacy benefits. Uh, in the computers the $2,500 plus order meds came to $32 yes <laughs> and now my confession I didn't call the insurance company to let them know girl do not
1: good do not do no not. one no one listening's calling either
0: no <laughs> she also says I didn't call the pharmacy to question it I kept my mouth shut I know they'll figure it out eventually but I'm not helping them
1: and you know what even if they don't Mm -mm -mm, nobody heard you Uh,
0: for tax I've included pictures of my daughter S who is 7 and our sweet rescue boy Macintosh. he is half chihuahua half toy fox terrier and we rescued him from the shelter almost 8 years ago look at this baby
1: Look at S. Look at uh, S. teeth are four, the I think at least fourth two two of the front teeth are the glasses. She is absolutely adorable, and this she is, is, is holding cutest, a baby
0: Yoda. This is the cutest kid I've seen in a long time. I love oh her. Oh my goodness! First of all, I want this level of happiness in my life. Seriously, she is like the happiest child I've ever seen. She's so cute. Oh, and then a the oh, baby with a mm, with a mlem, with a blep how adorable with a blip so cute
1: with no teeth to hold that tongue in so cute
0: thank you and do not be sorry for not
1: calling in the insurance company don't, don't. Nope. don't be nope 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 all right this next one comes from anonymous pronoun she and her i wrote a couple of weeks ago saying that i had it on good authority that i was about to lose my job good news i guess that I was not true uh though someone else's job was eliminated I was shifted into her position, which is definitely a step back given additional duties and my salary was cut. I have been with company for over a decade and this feels like such a betrayal and a slap in the face but the good news is that this has finally given me the motivation to apply with other organizations because I am fucking done. Mm. I will not allow myself to be taken for granted by partners, friends, or employees who clearly view me as disposable. As pod pet tax, I'm sending you a Purito named Theodore. Uh, It's not mine but I will visit him often. Also included is a picture of his brother's Harley who's a yellow lab and Moose who's a Great Dane. Moose, look at this kid. Kitten, look at the kitten who is a burrito named Theodore. Burrito is a kitty wrapped in a blankie, like a
0: burrito. That's a parrito. Oh. oh my god, this is this great dane on his back with this. Oh my dick. goodness. Oh Lord. These dogs are adorable.
1: Just in case I've spoken over with a word, she said stick, just so if anyone's unsure. Hopefully we get that audio. That actually translated correctly.
0: <laughs> oh, next up from Allison, pronouns she and her. I just want to say happy birthday to our amazing host, Allison Gill. We listeners... What, what? We listeners constantly express how much you've helped us through this now past presidential term and the chaos it brought upon us all. You granted so much clarity and foresight with all that was going on within the world and our country that really cannot be talked about enough. You have helped so many... I can't read. You have helped so many of us through mentally and sometimes even financially trying times by mobilizing your audience to help us all stay afloat. I'm speaking from personal experience here that the pod both helped me keep faith in humanity and truly taught me the weight of the oath I had to take to join the federal government in 2018. Hopefully, this birthday is the best that's yet to come, and each following year continues to be as amazing as you are. Please take care of yourself and your mental health, and us Beanie Babies will be sure to take care of each other. Oh,
1: my gosh. Aww.
0: Allison, I know who this is.
1: Happy birthday to you. You're the best. Okay. Thank you beautiful wish this next one is anonymous pronouns he and him hi ladies my friend Katie apparently we're not keeping Katie anonymous um (laughs) hi ladies my friend Katie pronouns she and her and I both became out of work actors when the lockdown started with sets and theaters closed we were fortunate to qualify for unemployment but had nothing to keep our creative lives thriving we both share a passion for animals and a love of Steve Irwin rest in peace so we set out to make our own wildlife show turns out New York City is home to more than 600 different species of animals and the ones we've met so far have ranged from the commonplace to the unbelievably beautiful. We just finished putting out our first season of Wild New York on YouTube. That's a brilliant idea.
0: Oh my gosh. Better
1: still, a theater company Katie had worked for watched a few episodes and hired us to teach an online class for kids about studying wildlife. There's nothing more exciting when your passion project starts turning a profit and Katie and I plan to continue making episodes even after the industry gets back on track. (laughs) Like y'all, some of our early content shows the rough edges of learning a new media. Outdoor audio can be a nightmare, um, but we're learning a lot, and we hope the people that watch our show learn too. Conservation and good stewardship our of our parks and green spaces is the best way to leave a better world for future generations. So hopefully, we can excite people about what's out there and show off the rich rewards we gain by taking care of our environment. In lieu of Pod Pet Tax, I've attached a photo of celebrity bird in Central Park, Barry the. Bard Owl. It's one of my favorite shots I took last year. You can also learn more about Bard Owls in episode 107. We'll, and uh, just so you all know, there's going to be a link in the... This is brilliant in the newsletter. Oh, my goodness.
0: Oh, look at them. And look at... Oh, this is so smart. What a great idea. Absolutely incredible. You know, we, we, we end up in these situations and we're pushed into directions we never thought we would go in you know and this is just incredible i'm so i'm so pleased about that i'm watching this wild new york on youtube love it and the logo is great and the oh this this and the owl hello owl
1: no sleepy sleepy alley why mm-hmm. you're
0: sleeping yeah next up from who oh <laughs> Next up from B, pronouns she and her. I don't really have a whole lot of good news to contribute. I'm a new listener, and right now I just have the pet tax to share. But they're cute, so I feel like it's a decent contribution. We have a hedgehog. <gasps> oh, God. No.
1: Nope. Hedgehog alert. Uh-oh. I'm not scrolling yet. I'm not going to scroll yet.
0: I'm not looking. Root I'm not looking. beer. Root beer, pictured with the ball pit, passed away from stomach cancer in July at the old age of four and a half, but peach, the albino hedgehog in the sleigh, is eight months old and curious and sweet and usually a feisty lady. I've listened to a handful of episodes of Muller she wrote, but started listening to the Daily Beans, well, daily, when I needed someone to listen to after the shit show that was January 6th. Oh, brand new, brand new Beans. Brand new. It's a baby bean. Thanks for making the news not only (laughs) tolerable but enjoyable. If my submission doesn't make it on the air, it's totally fine by me. Oh, it is, B. it is. You have hedgehogs. Uh, I just like showing off my spiky little buddies because they usually make people smile. Look,
1: oh, Oh, <gasps> look at the albino hedgehog! <clears throat> I need to know more about like so. If someone could tell me, if one, if you wouldn't mind just writing in, even if it's just an email that goes directly to myself and AGB, I I want to know about hedgehog personalities. Like, are they are they domesticated like cats and dogs, where they come cuddle and they you know? I I need to know more because they're the cutest damn babies. I know. Or are In they the more like world? ferrets or Yeah, ch- like I need to know what they're like. I you need know? to know what they're like. And are those Guini little pig. spikies sharp or are they soft?
0: Yeah, I want to touch them.
1: I want to touch them too. Okay. Oh, my gosh. This is so someone, someone, please, I know I could Google. I don't really, I want firsthand experience of a hedgehog owner to tell me everything. Agreed. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Who just read that? You just read that. Yep, yep. Okay, this one also anonymous pronouns she and her dear lovely ladies today the last day today's the last day of USA's terrible horrible no good very bad four years best day ever for this mom grandma in Seattle, my daughter and her husband currently live on the East Coast and last time I saw them in person was April 2019 when my grandson was four months old. Thanks, COVID. While we video chat every week, he only knows his juju as a face on a screen. Mm -hmm. My son-in-law got his doctorate in August and has been applying all over the country. Now, this morning, I got a text from my daughter saying that he has accepted a job in San Francisco. Needless to say, I've been holding my breath for this outcome. This morning, I let that that breath out with many joyful screams. It's been so difficult being across the country from my three kids since I moved here 10 years ago. I finally feel like a part of my heart is being put back in place. Thank you for helping us through this orange mess. I've done a countdown on my Facebook profile to the inauguration. Tomorrow I'll be celebrating the start of cleanup on aisle forty-five. Mm-hmm. For the ta- for the tax, I have a pick of my love of my life, my grandson, and a pick of our sugar glider. <gasps> oh my God, Bucky and Hedgehog Hodges There's What more is hedgehogs? more hedgehogs. And a sugar glider. Look at the sugar glider. Oh, Okay, oh. so I have seen a sugar glider video <laughs> jump from the ground up into someone's hand to get a treat, and it looks like it must have been at, like six feet in the air. These things can fly. Look, and
0: there's a hedgehog too, and a sugar. Oh. oh my
1: god! I love that. I love the listeners that. Listeners are just like Wild Kingdom right now. I know. We're just like hedgehogs and sugar gliders, like fuck cats and dogs. This is twenty twenty one. Like we we're, we're doing it different. There
0: seems to be like. There seems to be like a collective subconscious thing going on here because some days we'll have all, you know, pities, and then then today it's all like hedgehog, sugar gliders, and and wild animals in New York, and and, and owls. Like like I I feel like we're all sort of on the same wavelength because we get like news, like similar news stories from like on a daily basis. I think you guys, we're all connected. Um. Anyway, congratulations on today. You've all earned it, and thank you so much for the birthday wishes. Do you have anything else you want to say before we get out of here?
1: Uh, yeah, I do. By the time some of you listen to this, Donald Trump is no longer president of the United States of America, <laughs> and we have President Joe Biden and Vice President Kamala. Ka- excuse me, Kamala Devi. I was thinking about her middle name, and I got super excited. Devi. Her middle name is Devi mm. Harris. Mm. Kamala, the first female. Female woman of color vice president ag ugh mm. I'm just so elated I'm I'm so elated and of Joe too super congratulations to Joe but Kamala yeah
0: yeah yeah I, I I'm I feel the same and to, uh, tomorrow or today we'll be having a happy hour at 11 a.m. Pacific uh, two hours after the uh, ceremony begins although Kamala is being sworn in a half hour prior to that um, so everybody if you're a patron um, look in your email or look on patreon for for the link to that and we will toast and be merry and there will be mirth and um, gosh thank you all so much this has been quite quite a journey um, and it continues so everyone please take care of yourselves take care of each other take care of your mental health and take care of the planet i've been ag
1: and i've been dg
0: and them's the beans